welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and releases the most terrifying jack-in-the-box for every movie you show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MCU underscore Rewind. Give us that five-star rating on whatever podcast app you're using. Um, Al said last episode, don't send us money, but send us money. We don't have a Patreon, but find a way. Um, <laughs> also... <laughs> Uh, let us know what you want to hear in a future scroll episode where we transform our podcast into some other marvelly thing. Um, and with that, today's episode is our part two of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Original air date, July 6th, 2018. In this episode, we'll be covering, uh, from 40 minutes to one hour and 14 minutes where Hank is upgrading Scott's suit all the way to Luis showing up to support the team and saying, what's up? <laughs> yeah, and here's a quick rundown of what happens in this middle third of the film. The Ant Team track down the lab to a spooky, not abandoned building. They find the lab, but are taken out by Ava. She explains that Hank Pym and Ava's father, Elias Stark, used to work together. After Hank disagreed too much with Elias, he was banned from the work, so Elias pushed further on the research and made dangerous experiments until he died in an explosion which left Ava in her current state of quantum wiggly-woo. Over time, S.H.I.E.L.D. made her a spy for them. Oh, also, Dr. Bill Foster comes out and says he's helping Ava. Bill wants to help Ava by using the quantum tunnel to get Janet Van Dyne back and pulling the quantum energy out to cure Ava. But Hank thinks that will kill Janet. Separately, Sonny Birch finds Luis and the X-Cons to find out where the Ant Team are. After finding out where they are, Ava reveals herself and then leaves. Meanwhile, the Ant Team fire up the quantum tunnel, uh, Janet takes over Scott Lang's body to correct a science thing, and they are able to find out where Janet is, and she says that they have two hours to pull her out, otherwise they won't for a very long time. After finding out the feds are going to Scott's house, he leaves Hank and Hope to fend for themselves while he goes home to not get caught. After stepping out of the lab in the middle of the forest, the FBI finds and arrests uh, Hank and Hope. Uh, after which, Ghost appears to steal the lab back. After being taken to an interrogation room, Hank and Hope get some help from Scott and escape, then track down the lab. All right. Let's move mm-hmm. on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do? You didn't see that coming? I'll start with the title, because we kind of went through that real fast, and I know that's probably not your thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So, Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Mm -hmm. uh, gives the title, because Scott is a man who uses ants to fight crime, and Hope Uh uh is a white uh, Anglo-Saxon Protestant, a.k.a. a wasp. Mm. Oh, okay. I like it. That makes sense. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Here's uh, a little bit behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. Uh, so the director of this film, um, uh, <laughs> I forget to write down his name. The director of this film has a small bit of nerd cred. Uh, he he's directed all three of the Ant Man films, mm-hmm. uh, plus two episodes of The Mandalorian, uh, both of them in season two. So season two, episode two, and episode eight, uh, and all thirteen episodes of the Weird Al show. Did he direct the Weird Al show? <laughs> Yes, I yeah, he directed that's... all 13 episodes of The that's Weird Al uh, yeah. Too bad no one will ever know his name is Peyton Reed. 
Yeah, I know, right? I'm 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 definitely gonna forget Peyton Reed. Um, I, like immediately, so I already we forgot never, what you said. We never uh, mentioned the director, such as Peyton Reed, the director of the Ant Man trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Or quadrilogy, depending on what happens in the future. Potentially, we'll see. Is that? I mean, I'm when, just going to say, like, mm-hmm. if Taika Waititi can direct the best Thor movie and a disappointing Thor movie and not <laughs> be invited back for the next Thor movie, Peyton Reed is not coming back. Unfortunately, knowing Marvel. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they, they they do it mafia style. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you have one disappointment, you're gone, you're out. Yep. Um, yeah. Is uh yeah was was that what happened? Was uh, Taika Waititi not invited back, or was he just busy? Because that dude is I'm, always working. He just shows up everywhere. I'm making an assumption that he wasn't invited back. I don't actually okay. know. <laughs> okay. I mean, like right. his his Star Wars stuff is still in the works. But also, Star Wars cancels movies at drop a hat anyway, so who knows what's going to happen there. <laughs> uh, true. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, then moving on to the uh, two of the writers. Um, okay. So there are, are three writers for the film. Uh, one of them is Paul Rudd, so I'm not going to talk about him. Hmm. Uh, so the other two writers, uh, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, um, they also wrote, giving uh, talking about their nerd cred, they also wrote the three uh, Spider-Man movies here in the MCU. Mm. Um, they also wrote, together, um, the Lego Batman movie. And the best Batman movie. Some, yeah, yeah. And some episodes of Community. Yeah, they go to Community. I bet this is a little bit related to um, them hiring uh, the Russo brothers, who got their star in Community as well. And like when I just think of like, I know Joss Wheaton's friends and Joss Wheaton's friends were brought into the MCU full force when he did the mm-hmm. two Avengers movies. So I assume they did the same thing with the Russos. Yeah. I mean, when you get that much power, right? Like, yeah. you're like, okay, I need to bring in the people that I've worked with that I know for a fact do a good job. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring these people in, right? Like, uh, uh, companies try to, uh, be risk averse in that they they only go with things that that knowingly work. Um, that doesn't yeah. always work out. Um, I think <laughs> more often they hurt themselves, but that's a different yeah. discussion. <laughs> yeah. True. All right, let's move on wait. to some uh, characters. Uh, we got Bill. Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, hold on. You're not done. Oh, sorry. Done? Oh, 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 no. Never mind. Sorry. So you're you're doing. Yeah, fast like, facts for characters. Yeah, okay, sorry, I thought characters. you were moving on to heroes. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Good, <laughs> you were about to call me out that I didn't have any fast facts. Yeah, yeah. When I had that amazing white Anglo-Saxon Protestant thing about uh, hope. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Bill Foster, uh, played by Lawrence Fishburne, iconic actor, Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Osmosis Jones. Play, he was the voice of the Silver Surfer uh, in Fantastic Four. Yeah, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Huh. I did uh, not know that was him. The body okay. was Doug Jones, who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, very famous, uh, like, makeup, like, guy who's usually in the makeup. He's under Discovery. But the, huh. the voice was Lawrence Fishburne. Um, huh. okay. Also played Perry White in Zack Snyder's uh, Superman Justice League movies. Uh he was in John Wick movies. I think mm-hmm. those are all his iconic roles. I don't think I'm missing anything big. Um, yeah, yeah, you're definitely not missing some kind of like sci-fi, computer-related action film series, right? 
I he was the narrator of TMNT. I think I said that. That's the CGI. Uh, okay, and, all right, yeah. all right, yeah, then yeah, yeah, you're you're good. <laughs> um, Bill Foster, on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, oh, really quickly. Weird... Sorry, The Matrix is the one. Just for those yeah. of you listening yes. that are like <laughs> under under thirty year or like under twenty years old. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Al, Al, if they don't know that, we don't need to tell them about it. Oh. They, need to find, they need to discover it on their own. But now they discover it by listening to a podcast and hearing about the amazing Matrix first movie, mediocre other three movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That first one was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I also recommend The Animatrix. Oh, yeah. That was so, good, too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Right, anyway. Um, yeah. Bill Foster originally premiered or debuted is probably the appropriate word. Uh, Avengers number 32 back in July of 1966. He first appeared as Bill Foster. Uh, then he went through a few changes of uh, names once he got powers as Black Goliath, Giant Man, and the less problematic Goliath. Just regular Goliath. Uh, he... In my opinion, looking at his uh, Wikipedia thing, the most significant thing he did was die. Uh, he was killed by a clone of Thor during Civil War, the first Civil War. Um, this death caused many pro-registration heroes to turn against Stark and the government and become anti-registration, uh, including Spider-Man after he revealed his um, his identity famously and then switched sides. Hmm. Okay. Uh, his powers growing and shrinking. He's has Ant Man's powers. Yeah, yeah. But he's he he mainly does the growing part, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he cares more about that one. All right. I mean, it's what he gets to brag about. No one cares about how small you get. That's true. Yeah, quantum. Poof, I can't see that. You're, you're like in some other realm, basically. It's basically, some other universe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also have Ghost uh, in this, played by Hannah John Kamen. Uh, she was in a couple episodes of Game of Thrones as Ornella. She was a henchwoman in Ready Player One. Uh, she's a bounty hunter in Killjoys, a show I've always meant to watch. And she's a character in Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Personally, my favorite thing on all of Netflix. If you have not watched that hmm. and you like fantasy, then you go watch that. Hmm. I'll consider uh, watching it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know you're not a huge fantasy guy, so that's why I was not recommending it to you in particular, but it is my favorite I mean, thing on Netflix. I mean, I do like fantasy. I'm just so behind on shows. Yeah. Uh, I, I still have like four episodes of, uh, or like half, half the second season of The Bad Batch to watch, and I just found out season two starting, or season three is starting soon, so yeah. I need to catch up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, in the comics, Ghost, uh, premiered debuted in iron man number 219 back in march of 1987 uh right before the the um armor war stuff we were talking about last episode mm-hmm. uh ghost is a male character in the comics uh mm-hmm. and their real identity has never been revealed we do not know who is ghost in the comics though they have worked for mm-hmm. roxon and hammer against stark and fought on the thunderbolts um and he gets his powers from uh, the suit, unlike Ghost in this, who gets the powers like innately because of quantum explosions. Oh, but so how did how, how do we, as the audience, know that in the comics, Ghost is a guy? I 
Don't know, but they were pretty at <laughs> on the wiki. I mean, I guess it could I, be a woman. Right. I mean, I considering adamant. I, they used right. male pronouns, <laughs> and they said it was male. It didn't say something okay. like "ghost is a man." We know it's a man. I mean, okay, all right, all right. I, I mean, character made in the eighties, probably okay. All right, didn't <laughs> yes, and then wasn't over sexualized. Must be a man. It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Um, also, I add this later, so I've got fewer details, uh, but her father in here, Elias Starr, uh, is a, another supervillain. Uh, he is Egghead in the comics, uh, originally <laughs> premiered in, you know, you look at him and he definitely has a egg-shaped head. Um, in Astonishing Tales number 38 in September of 1962, uh, he, he strikes me as more of a DC villain, which I know Egghead is also a DC villain. He's a super genius and used egg-themed devices in crimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, why not? And, you know, DC also always strikes me as they're more into their themed villains. At least Batman films are than uh, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's all my fastbacks. So let's move on to our heroes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm just scrolling through the Wikipedia article about uh, Egghead in the comics. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to read a lot. I just saw this sentence that I have to read out loud. Okay. Deadpool fought and killed Egghead's proto-husk, who then had a small bird pop out of its skull. That's it. End of sentence. <laughs> literal Egghead. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, that's fine. Listen, that's, I'm not yep. against <laughs> stupid facts about stupid villains. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I hope Egghead I can't believe they wasted in... Egghead in Ugh. this death. Well, okay, we'll, we'll see what happens in Deadpool three. You know, maybe a different universe. Yeah, will have a different or Egghead. I mean, mm-hmm. with all the stuff they're throwing in the Daredevil show, maybe he'll show up there. <laughs> Ooh, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, now let's move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. Oh yeah, so uh, the the team finds the lab signal, right? Because of the information that uh, Bill Foster gave him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it detecting? Is it detecting like quantum signals or shrinking signals? I don't know. I think they said a science word, and I just kind of uh, glossed over it. I I don't. They they said something. Okay. Right? Maybe. Now I don't know. Because Bill Foster said, "Oh, he just suggested they do." A certain thing, yeah. To find it, I guess you're you're right. He didn't say what specifically they're detecting. What would have been more interesting to me is like if they f- sense more than one, because we don't know what happened to that Hydra guy who stole Pym Tech in the first movie. Like maybe there's other <laughs> shrinking people or shrinking things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they might have run out of Pym particles by now, though. Because they, they only get so much, as we yeah. see in Avengers Endgame. And if Tony Stark can't replicate it, no human can. Though Thanos can. I mean, 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're a little more advanced. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they find the lab, and they are immediately captured, um, making them the worst superhero team since the Runaways. So, not that. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah. I was really pissed off in my uh, that Cassie's mom, I can't remember her name, asked before she <laughs> left the house if they had her soccer shoes pass, packed. And then Cassie, being a child, did not pack them, though she said she did. It's ridiculous. Ugh. Kids. Right. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you referring to the uh the 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 emergency added, phone call? Um, huh? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The emergency phone call is what I was talking about. But what were you saying? Yeah, yeah, the, the emergency phone call, but basically like the the added like um I'm trying to think of the word, like stress that they, they throw, like, oh no. Yeah, drama. Added drama they're throwing in, like, oh no, uh Scott might be caught in in all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Cassie's calling with an emergency. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, but that was that was good comedy in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it, she said it was important. Like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they escape, which we'll kind of cover a little bit later uh, in other people's sections. Mostly, I mean, mm-hmm. there's not much to say. They escape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's pretty much it. They they you know use those ants in the um, Altoid tin. And the worst jack in the box that. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he has to, Scott has to go. He has to go back to the house. The FBI are coming to his house. So he shrinks and hops onto an ant to get home before the FBI arrive. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now I mm-hmm. looked it up. Okay. The world record for the fastest ant in the world. The Saharan okay. silver okay. ant travels mm-hmm. at a maximum speed. Of 1.9 miles per hour. Okay, okay. Um, Jimmy Woo's, like, when he's leaving, at least the editing portrays it as, like, they are running up to the house as he's leaving the Muir Woods. Um, way less than 1.9 miles, way further than 1.9 <laughs> miles away. Also, mm-hmm. I'm really, no pun intended, it really bugs me that, like, those arrows showing us where the lab is, um, the, that car is not going less than one point nine miles per hour. Um. Yeah, Tony. These are these are mind controlled ants. Yeah. So they they can fly faster. Ah. So I was saying, ants only go that slow because of lack of motivation. Yeah. 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 Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do have some questions, though. Well, first of all, give Cassie credit. Uh, she really comes in clutch. <laughs> Just yeah, delay. she does. You know, she, yeah, she she knows to to lie to the police. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I mean, good skill to learn. Her father is a criminal, <laughs> and mm-hmm. her dad is a cop, or her stepdad is a cop, who she probably yeah. will lie to plenty of times if he didn't get dusted uh, over the next few years with um, when Scott's not around. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, so Scott, I mean, you know, it, oh. like any kid will will lie to a parent. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, although they on. are so loving, uh, 
Scott's ex and her husband, they just love Scott now <laughs> because he's a hero. A hero. <laughs> yeah, you know, does crime I, I, in in Germany. <laughs> uh, you know, I meant to actually write down, um, or I, I, I guess I wrote that down for last week. I just completely forgot to bring it up that that they have mm-hmm. such a good relationship. We could talk about it now. Yeah. Um, why? Like that? I'm I'm trying to figure out. Like, because okay, thinking about the first film, right? Um, she uh, is. Uh, I again, I completely. I also forgot the name of uh, Scott's I, I ex-wife. Think it's it's and, time to look it up. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So his his ex-wife. She she didn't seem to like dislike or hate Scott. Um, mm-hmm. She just, you know, she left him because he was in prison and I assume other things related to, to that. Yeah. Um, her, her name is Maggie, by the way, Maggie. That's right. Okay. Got it. Um, and I always forget the actress's name since you have it up. Uh, Oh, Judy Greer. I do know the actress. Judy Greer. I okay. like her. All right. Yeah. I always forget. Yeah, no, I, I like her too. I just always uh, forget her name. Um, anyway. Um, so I, I would assume that there was some kind of repairing of that relationship. Once he got on his feet, I guess once he got mm-hmm. that job, Right. Also, um, when he <laughs> saved Cassie. <laughs> oh, that's right. He used his superhero powers to to save her life. Okay, yeah. that's true. Yeah. So there there is that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is why, like, kind of how I was talking about Luis being well adjusted with uh, Scott Perez and will be turning into Ant. Um, mm-hmm. These guys are really well adjusted, as in, you know, usually when someone gets superpowers in Marvel, and they're not straight up like Spider Man, Hulk. They're not straight up automatically heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where they're not well liked. I don't know how to say this, but like people resent them. People are they dangerous? They got J. Jones Jameson and uh, Ross, or stay mm-hmm. away from you bring danger because you're a hero. No, they're just like, yeah, he's a hero. He's a good thing. All is forgiven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, because in the first film, um, Maggie's Maggie? new husband, Paxton. Uh, Jim Paxton, 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 I looked right. it up. Jim Paxton. Okay, Paxton. okay, cool. Uh, Paxton, I, I don't remember if they were married at the time or or engaged or what, but anyway, I, I assume now they're married at least. Um, like he and Scott did not get along at all. Yeah. Now, I I do think a lot of that was mostly Scott, but I, I feel like because because Scott like. Yeah, in the one scene of like going to Cassie's birthday party, right? Like where he, I think, wasn't invited or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he did kind of have to be the bad guy, I guess. But uh, yeah, he also seem- he's a police officer who's dealing with his wife's ex-husband, who's an ex-con, who also gets arrested soon after because of all the stuff uh, returning the suit at Hank's place. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He has reason to be yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so I guess, I guess now, I, I guess you're right. What you said of um, Scott saving Cassie's life was that you know flip of the switch in their minds of like, oh, we mm-hmm. really love him now. Plus, also, you know, he's played by Paul Rudd, so you, you just have yeah. to love the guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, enough exposure to Paul Rudd, you do fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't watch a lot of his movies. I'm uh, worried I would become his stalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how many stalkers does he have? Um, obviously, probably. I mean, obviously more than three. any other any other celebrity. I'm sure. 
I can't, I can't think of any other celebrity who could maybe even have as many as him. No, it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we have this conversation. Oh, well, first, before we get the conversation between Cassie and Scott, what did he do with the giant ant who is dressed as uh, or who is pretending to be him? Probably just shrunk sh- him back. Did he put him back? Because in the post credit scene, he's there playing the drums after the snap. Which is after Maybe, he's been yeah. arrested. Wait, I got more questions. <laughs> <laughs> because yep. he's not under house arrest. Why does he saw a drum playing ant? Just a, for a party trick? <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. Like, sure. <laughs> and then that ant did that for five more years until someone who could control ants came back. Yeah, I mean, the ant just kind of stayed in the same uh, programming, I think, that he was set to, right? You know, what is it? Sleeping 12 hours on the bathroom bathroom. for two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Interesting. I have so many questions about that giant ant. Also, what happened to the giant ant that uh, Cassie had in the first movie? Do they still have that as a pet? How ants don't live that long, Tony. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they have this cute conversation about Cassie wanting to be his partner, which actually oh, yeah. brings mm-hmm. uh, kind of connects to the third movie. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I wish connected more in the third movie was that uh, her weirdness, like the world's greatest grandma stuff or that ugly doll she gets the first one she was just she's a weird kid and she lost that over five years of trauma and i'm sad (laughs) that's true yeah that's uh that that was taken away from her unfortunately Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right um yeah i'm kind of done with scott which we talked mostly about cassie but still (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't have too much in this part of the the, the film, right? There, there was a little bit of joking we, we had at the beginning when uh, they were, you know, tied down by uh, by Ava, by Ghost. Um, and then at the end, he, he was selfish in that he had to go home to, um, you know, not get caught by the FBI. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, they didn't really need him there anyway, right? Like, yeah. he was just, yeah. Uh, he he was just there to, uh, like be the quantum tunnel, and then they got whatever mm-hmm. information they needed out of him anyway, right? Or be the quantum yeah. tunnel to Janet's mind. So like, yeah. Otherwise, he was maybe, you know, at worst case, slowing them down. Best case scenario, just taking up space. Yeah, I mean they don't. Mm-hmm. Well, also they they do know that the uh, FBI are coming because they Louis told them. So uh, uh, true. Yeah. Mm. All right, well, mm-hmm. moving on to Hope. Yeah, could talk about her. Mm-hmm. Do you think she would have really uh, been uh, joined them and been on Capside if she were in Civil War? Uh, I mean, Tony, we have no idea. We barely know anything about Hope. Like, <laughs> We know a little bit about uh, Hope. We got her personality. She's more of a... I feel like she's more of like a stick-in-the-mud rule follower, which is not what Captain America's side was about. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess... Like, just trying to think about it. Um, yeah, 
she she probably would be the like people have to like for everyone's safety there needs to be uh you know guidelines to this right yeah there are guidelines around militaries and police and stuff and you know, at least writ- things written down, no matter how much they are or are not followed. Like mm-hmm. at a minimum, I, I, yeah, I think you're right. She probably would have been more pro Sokovia Accords, yeah. but you also have the question of, given the the character in in the in the MCU, mm-hmm. if Captain America asks you to do something, you're you're probably going to do it, right? Like, I mean, but Scott is much more a starstruck person than. Then oh, true. Uh, yeah. hope strikes me as at least. Mm-hmm. No, no, so, you're right. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she would have stayed out of it completely and probably stopped Scott. Huh. I think I think she would have been convinced. I think she would have she could have. I, I, I think it's okay. it's possible that she would have agreed with Scott. I think more than a fifty percent chance that she would have. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anything else for hope? <laughs> God, yeah, nothing, right? <laughs> God, they do so so poorly. Like they really, this really, like even thinking about the next movie, like they do her so dirty. <laughs> I, yeah, like for being a title character, like I, uh-huh. I think I asked you before we started recording, like, does she want to be in these movies? Because it really feels like, like I, I think she I does. Know. Or at least she okay. did. I don't know at this point uh, after Quantumania, I don't know if she still does. But fair, yeah, yeah. I feel like she did, and they just didn't have anything. They didn't care enough to do anything with her. Yeah, that that sucks. Like, yeah, um, I, I like we were, I like mm-hmm. I like her a lot. Like, she was in Lost, the first thing I saw her in. Um, <laughs> even even they do better with her in the hobbit movies and those are worse movies but they do better with her <laughs> huh i didn't know she was in the hobbit movies i only yeah, watched they the created her one. character because in the books there's only one female character named in the whole book and it's bilbo's mom who's like mentioned once so yeah they added a few <laughs> characters <laughs> ah okay all right yeah um yeah so i don't remember what it was like a couple months ago we did probably a scroll episode or something and mm-hmm. i think we asked or like hey what's a character that you think uh, has like not been utilized well in the MCU. Yeah. Um, I know I said at the time Maria Hill, but like Hope, <laughs> yeah, very close second, right? Like she could yeah. do so much more from a story perspective. Otherwise, she's just like it, she's the if she was the <clears throat> sorry, uh, I, I'm sure there's a name for this, but like th- there are those those stories where like if this other character was the main character, things would have been resolved. So so much mm-hmm. better and quicker, right? Like that's essentially what she is—just um, better at everything than the actual main character. Which... Well, I mean, that's—I—I I forget the name of the trope as well, but that is mm-hmm. a trope of the hyper-confident female character, the kind of the buzzkill character. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. from what I've read of the Wasp, that—that's not the Wasp. <laughs> it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I—I I would character. understand if. Um, I forget the actress. I'm so bad at actresses' names or actors and actresses. If they're <laughs> same, uh. yeah. I've I've been watching more um, 
trivia type of shows lately. And anytime you need a name, like anyone's name, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm so like, I know the person immediately. Yeah. Don't know any names. I'm just Evangeline Lilly. Yes. Uh, that one. Like mm-hmm. knowing her from interviews and stuff, you know, like I said, I was a big fan of lost and the back in the day, I would watch all those interviews and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would presume she took the role thinking it was the way Janet Van Dyne is portrayed in the comics. Kind of like, she's much more relaxed. Well, it's Jan and Hank kind of like Jan and Hank are in here. She is much more compassionate, but more adventurous, more ready to fight and more of a happier, more positive personality. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would assume that when she took the role, that's what she thought she would be doing. Yeah, probably. I mean, at a minimum, I'm sure she read a number of comics just to understand the character. Yeah. yeah. And then they just pull the rug out from under. That's the yeah. thing is also I when I think of the Wasp in the comics, I think of Janet. I don't know much about Hope in the comics. So maybe this is her role in the comics. Who knows? Or I mean, oh, people yeah. know, but I don't. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, same. I, I, I have no idea. Well, <sighs> because the movie doesn't care about Hope. We have less to talk about hope. So Yep. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I think we're she, done with our heroes. <laughs> yeah. I mean she she's arrested her along with Hank at the end because mm. the because Paul uh because Scott Lang told Luis and then Luis got truth serumed mm-hmm. to, to say where they were. Yeah. And and that's it. Yeah. I mean I do appreciate I mean she's prepared, but that's again that's her lack of character is preparedness. But she is willing to take down a load-bearing wall at the FBI and make a run for it. So I'm like, that's a little badass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think we're done with our heroes. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, take a quick break, and then we'll talk about some villains. Welcome to Baskin-Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, tell me a lie. Marvel did really good in uh, Wasp's characterization. Yep, that's a lie. Now, I'm going to inject you with this new product from our friends at XCon Security. Truthy Truth Serum. Click. Now, Tony, tell me a lie. Exactly. No. You can't. <laughs> you can't lie now that you've been truth serumed. Of course, truth serums don't exist. This is more like a truth solution, like Dayquil. Uh, but the term truth serum sounds better. There are so many uses for this solution. Kids aren't telling you who threw your keys in the toilet? Truth serum them. Neighborhood bakery says their cupcakes are fat-free, but they don't taste like stale bread? Truth serum them. Enemies holding out information you need to perform an illegal activity? The makers of True Serum uh, do not condone using this product for Ill- illegal activities. But yes, in that scenario, Truthy True Serum would work. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free sample pack in pill form. It doesn't work as well, but, you know, it, it gives you the general idea. It's a sample pack. Huh. <laughs> what? How do you halfway do is True Serum? How do you know if they're telling the truth? When the it's just pack? not as strong, right? It's, it's like, oh, it's just... like less of the chemical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and also, you know, ingesting it, your body doesn't absorb it as well as like if it went 
directly into your bloodstream, right? Mm. Ah. All right, let's move on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. I actually, I mean, we'll see how much we talk about it, but I have a lot about ghosts, so I kind of want to do Sonny Birch first, because I have a very few notes about him. Just get out of the way. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, he was only the one scene, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, think about his power level, which is non-existent. Very, like, yeah. he's a regular person. Yeah, yeah standard human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, might be the smartest villain of that power level. Because <laughs> he uses true serum, and then once he encounters Ghost, he realizes he's out of his depth, so he calls the federal agency to do his dirty work. Yeah, that is yeah. smart. I mean, we were just talking about last week how he was stupid for knowing someone with powers, right? Wasp mm-hmm. uh, is there, and he was planning to like rob her, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. To uh, be fair, yeah, part, he didn't know that she had string, string powers on her. That is true. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. He he did think he was completely safe, surrounded by people with all those guns. So mm-hmm. okay. Um, I guess he also doesn't didn't actually know what the shrinking powers like. Yeah, he he didn't know that someone had weaponized them. I guess just the fact that the powers were shrunken. So okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, here this this part of the film. Um, I, you're right. Like he's, he, as a character, he was smart about it. Um, about the way he, he did things like mm-hmm. this feels like, like if he were a character in one of the TV shows, he would be a season wide villain. He would be someone that like, they don't yeah. take down until the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he would be a season like one. I'm thinking shield and just like the season one main villain, which was, um, Bill Paxton, <laughs> and then but the <laughs> the other guy who um became like got sucked into gravitonium gravitonium that oh. we didn't find out till yeah. season five. Um, yeah, that guy uh, is the level uh, that uh, uh, Sonny Birch is. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was thinking more like like one of the Netflix shows. Like he he could be a good um mm-hmm. like a good Luke Cage villain or um or uh, or maybe even um. Jessica Jones level. Right? Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for him? For Sonny Birch? <laughs> nope. No, that's it. I mean, he, he was smart. You know, I, I guess actually, no, I, I do like that. He's, he, he's not the murderous type of villain, right? Like no. he, if he wanted to, he could have killed, you know, Louise and, and all of the ex cons, right? The, the mm-hmm. three of them. But he chose not to. Like he was. Yeah. Now, granted, he should have at least probably taken their cell phones, um, <laughs> so they couldn't like warn anyone. Uh, that would have been a little smarter. But uh, you know, at least he's not not the murderous type. That's good. That's good. maybe he asked Luis when under the truth serum. Uh, Do you know Scott's phone number by heart? And he does. So it's like there's no point in taking the phone. Oh yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like Luis is the guy who would. 
uh, memorize his best friend's phone number. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah, probably. I'm going to end up in prison again. I need to remember this for someone to bail me yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tony, do you know my phone number? Nope. That's good. I don't know yours. I don't even know what air, the area code in uh, Orlando is. So I don't even know if you use a Sacramento area code still. I just clicked the one that says Al Rodriguez in my phone. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, my phone number hasn't changed ever. I got it when I got my first cell phone, and it's still the same. Yep. <laughs> S- same here, same here, and neither of us know that number because we had cell phones at the time. <laughs> That's right. And if we ever lose our phone and somehow lose all of those contacts, I'm sure our information has made it out to like yeah. a number of like leaked sites, right? You know, websites get hacked all the time, so... Uh, I'm, I'm sure I could just find your info that way. Tony. I mean, the phone numbers I know off the top of my head, I'm not going to say them, obviously. I know mine. Oh, I know my wife's. I know my mom's. Mm-hmm. And I know my the house number of the house I used to live in when I was in elementary school. Okay. Yep. Those are the four numbers I know. Three of them, still <laughs> useful. <laughs> okay. You know more numbers than me. Yep. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Ava Star, a.k.a. Ghost. Okay, yeah. Uh, first question, Tony. Hmm? Does does she go by the name, code name Ghost? Did I miss that? Um, why do we know they, she's named Ghost? They call her that. Like, okay, a, I couldn't. She's I, a ghost, or and they refer to her as Ghost the whole time. I don't think she calls okay, herself right. Ghost. Okay, that, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, was that her code name at Shield or something? I mean, or uh, possibly, I'm wondering if they said that in the flashback. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out if it was something like that, but eh, oh well, how, it doesn't matter. Okay. How many superheroes and villains uh, pick their own names? Like, we got we got Spider Man because he knows it's not Spiderling. Iron true. Man, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, did he pick it? He embraced it because okay. he was he was You're called right. it in the newspaper. He's yeah, he like, is a titanium it. gold alloy? So, yeah, he yeah. would call it um, titanium gold alloy man. Um, mm-hmm. Thor definitely didn't choose it. His um, Odin probably chose it, or maybe maybe his mom. She Hulk uh, definitely didn't choose it. <laughs> that's true. She did not. Uh, ooh, did the Hulk? No. Um, those guys in the video camera uh, who were being recorded after the uh, um, the attack in at the college. I'll call it some type mm. of Hulk. Ah, uh, that's right. Okay, yeah. He never said Hulk smash. In his own yeah. film or something, right? He never called himself. Okay, he didn't give himself a name. All right. Um, Luke Cage did because he chose <laughs> his name was Carl Lucas. He chose the name Luke Cage. <laughs> All right. That's true. Uh, uh, Daredevil? Because he was called the Devil of Hell's Kitchen for a long time. Did he just choose the name Daredevil? Did I don't remember where that name came from. Does anyone call him Daredevil? Or do they always refer to him as the Devil of Hell's Kitchen? Oh, you're right, because even in, I know in the Defenders, um, they still call him the Devil of Hell's Kitchen, because I remember that scene. And they don't Uh, give him a name in She-Hulk, which is, and they obviously, yeah, they don't give him a name in She-Hulk, and his other two appearances, they don't name him at all. So all three of his, (laughs) outside of his own show. I'm being vague about one of his appearances, because it hasn't been that long. Yeah, fair. uh, Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's a good point. So thinking about all of these characters, um, where as a hero, it isn't their own name. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, 
Doctor Strange chose to get a doctorate and become Doctor Strange. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, I he did. Yeah, he did choose to when becoming a superhero. In a sense, he did choose to use his own name instead of a different name. You could go with that type of argument. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nick Fury but, gave Captain Marvel Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel chose right. her name. Yes. Mm-hmm. She did. Okay. All right. So, All what right. are we up to? Basically, three. two. Yeah. <laughs> three. Three. Okay. Three. Cool. Three. All right. All right. Tony, what was anyway. the question? I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about whether oh, or not Ghost, ghost uh, chose the name <laughs> Ghost. We didn't even talk about villains, but we're not going to. We've already been on this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, she's a villain I feel sorry for. Like, um, though, like how they weaponized her and stuff like that. Uh, apparently, some shield secrets are still secret because <laughs> no one knew about this after Black Widow released them. Um, <laughs> released well, the facts. yeah, yeah. Um, Bill Foster. I forgot his last name. Huh? Foster. Foster, that's right. Bill Foster, like he said something about protecting her, right? So maybe, yeah. So. I don't know. He like uh, comic book scientist, right? Like he's he's a scientist from a comic book universe, so that mm-hmm. just means he's super smart and knows everything, right? Yeah, all different kinds of sciences. So that includes computer hacking, uh, I Probably. guess. So yeah, sure. I mean, that class he was teaching uh, in part one, it was horticulture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. Actually, wait, was it? I don't remember. No, it was, it was, he used the word quantum. So I, unless oh, it was quantum cool. horticulture, which it could have been. It, uh, it <laughs> might have, very well might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she only has like a few days or weeks to live. The suit's not working anymore. The pod isn't working anymore. Uh, I'm real curious because she's going to be in the Thunderbolts. How she has been with five years without a Pym or Van Dyne? Oh, um, new technology. She's completely fine now. Yeah, I thought it would be. I, like, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, or she got Cassie. That's why Cassie's so good at quantum stuff. In the third one, is because she got Cassie to do research for him. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I having not watched the final third of this film yet, I don't actually remember well how she ends up. Uh, at the end of this film. Would you so, like me to spoil it for you and listeners, or wait till next week? No, no, no. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Um, we can bring this up again next week, but like, I I, I honestly just, I, I, I assume it's one of those scenarios where um, they just hand wave it like, yep, better technology. You're you're good now. As long as you're mm-hmm. in the suit, you're, you're fine. Like, so maybe she can't be out of the suit for very long. Um, but yeah, I'm sure she's better. Yeah, I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Well, she's. Op- I'm just going to say for Thunderbolts. I presume she <laughs> still has the ability to phase. Otherwise, uh-huh. she's not that awesome a person to put on Thunderbolts. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or maybe they like did cure her, but. Like, with this new suit, she can use those powers again. So she can only use the powers when in the suit. That's possible. Well, I, I remember what happens at the end of the movie. So, uh, like, Oh. Okay. Yeah, so we'll talk about it next week. 
And we'll talk about it then. Yeah. Mm. No need to spoil it for everyone. Uh (laughs) I presume everyone who's watching it for the first time watches it in one, in like 35 to 40 minute chunks. uh, Like we are. Yeah. Yeah, That's why we say the start and end time of these, these portions, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else for uh, Ava? I guess we should call her uh, by her real name. <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, I mean, I like. Uh, actually, no. Uh, I I really liked how she. She was like, "All right, well, I have no idea how to find you know Hank Pym or or anyone, but uh, I guess I can go. Maybe I'll get lucky, and Scott Lang will talk to his known associate Luis and." She, yeah, so just that was smart of her to, to go there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just hang out there, invisible, waiting. Eventually, mm-hmm. something will happen, and she got lucky. Yeah, so Sunny Burst showed up, and yeah, and then she scared everyone. <laughs> it was yeah, because great. they don't know who that is at all. Yeah. I mean, Sunny Burst yeah. maybe saw her for a second, but then there's she could be invisible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. He's yeah, he did see her pre the previous scene he was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, the one part I do like is that she's threatened to go after Cassie and like Bill Foster draws the line. Like he protected Ava as a little girl. So she, like he, he's not heartless. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he, he's only doing all of this to help Ava. Like, and, Mm -hmm. and in his mind, you know, the, the plan of what they want to do of pulling the quantum energy out of Janet is he is assuming that it will not hurt or kill Janet, like that she will be fine by the end. Hank thinks otherwise, but, you know, this is yeah. them disagreeing on a hypothesis, something that they haven't mm-hmm. even tested, right? Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think of Bill Foster as a bad guy at all. I think he has aligned himself with the antagonist of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, no, I, I don't think he would he would do anything that really harms people in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else for our villains? Uh, no, no, not at all. all right. Let's move on, to guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? It's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Hank, I've now brought up multiple times. Last week, this week. <laughs> Hank, uh, Hank's Altoid Gambit is... I love the setup when he's just being an mm-hmm. a-hole, not sharing yeah. his Altoids, and then the surprise. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. And he didn't even tell Scott. Like, he could have just told Scott, like... No, that's a protective feature thing. No. Um, but no, yeah, no, this, is, this is perfect. Uh-huh. He also <laughs> could have given Scott wings and blasters, but he's a jerk. Yep. And he still hasn't, even in uh, Ant-Man <laughs> in the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> yeah. Even after saving the world, which he brings. And they have a much better relationship in that movie, if I recall correctly. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, think, I think this is... Uh, you know, the older you get, the more set in your ways. And he's like, nope, Ant-Man doesn't have any of those weapons. Yep. Otherwise, the wasp he'd be called gets the good the stuff. Wasp. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, nothing unusual at all about giant arrows flying in the sky uh, like 
the crazy taxi games I remember from the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are fun games. I'm going to play yeah. that again. Yeah. Every so often, oh. I remember I can reinstall it on my Xbox. So mm-hmm. I do. And I play it for like hours. And I'm like, all right, I'm done for another couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Um, according to, I remember reading this back in uh, December, they announced that they're making a new crazy taxi. Ooh. Yay. Okay. Yeah. So cool. who knows how long. I, I mean, it's not, a, it's not an Elder Scrolls. It's not going to take 17 <laughs> years for it to come out, but it might take a while. That's true. It might be a Grand Theft Auto, so 16 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hopefully it's not Xbox exclusive. Then I have three reasons to buy an Xbox. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the other reasons that you say you need to buy an Xbox hasn't been announced that those are specific to an Xbox. Indiana and, Jones has. <laughs> oh. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know that one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, we get a scene with Janet, <laughs> kind of. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott being possessed. True. Yeah. Um, under other circumstances, you could consider the mind control situation, uh, being a villain. <gasps> I just realized it. Did she use the ant technology of mind control on Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, she could have modified it. Right. Or, or no, they're quantum entangled together. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, mm, (laughs) ah, maybe. God, I don't know. I was going to say, uh, from a certain point of view, this would be villainous if it wasn't someone they knew and trusted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's, she is trying to uh, save her own life. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. she's stuck there forever fighting Kang, and that's a losing battle. Yep. I unless you have super ants, which she does not have mm, access yeah. to. Yet. Um, that is true. I do appreciate just this one scene makes her not the damsel as much. She helps her her situation. She's not just waiting to be rescued. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, my last section for uh, guys in the chair are the XCOMs. And pretty much that one scene of the cruise here. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're still wondering about last week, for Al, this was like an hour ago, uh, <laughs> it's Louis, Kurt, and Dave. T.I.'s character's named Dave. Dave. Okay. I'm always going to forget that one. Yeah. Also, Kurt. I'll always forget Kurt. And <sighs> Louis. Sometimes I'll forget Louis. I'm just uh, bad I never forget Louis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... I appreciate the restraint that Peyton Reed and the writers had in this movie. Uh, in some show movies, they would have that Luis, you know, the Luis scene where they play the music and they do the voiceover and like Luis's um, voice mm. through the whole thing. Uh, oh, like, like four like or five times. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But here, they only get it once. It's really, it's great that they have it, but we only get it one mm-hmm. time. That's like, yeah, some exactly. Restraint. Yeah, uh, exponentially less per movie because we get zero of those in the third one. Yeah, we don't get Luis at all. I was yeah. hoping uh, when I think about WandaVision, I think it's like the Aven- the Avengers of sidekicks, where it's uh, <laughs> uh-huh. where it's Darcy, yeah. Jimmy, and um, and Monica. Monica, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was hoping like somehow Luis would join. <laughs> <laughs> He was just already there. He he was just installing security for for someone. Oh, for, yeah, that, for... that could have worked actually. Yeah, I know, right? 
for Sword. Yeah. Yep. I mean, oh no, why? just for like someone who lives in the town. Like he was just in the oh, town. Oh, and Luis was he wasn't just working in, for in the town. Yeah, yeah, he was just there. That um, would be great. Like instead of that. instead of the episode where we get you know the flashback of how Wanda like changed the whole city at like the penultimate mm-hmm. episode. It's all just <laughs> Luis recounting what happened after he's been freed by Vision. That could have worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, I strongly agree with Luis. Uh, plates do not go on the top rack of his dishwasher. And whoever does that is a monster. A monster. Yeah, it's just a waste of space. Like, plates yeah. are big. Like, I, we have some, like, small plates. I'll put those on the top oh, rack. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's just because they fit there. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Scott. What are you doing? Oh, God. Maybe the... Do you think... Does Luis live with Scott in that big house? He he might, yeah. I mean, at I mean, the beginning, he he was do he was he was there. He was helping with the ant thing, the big ant thing he made, yeah. Cassie. Yeah, he might. Do the <laughs> yeah. other guys not live there either? I mean, they might all live there, but Luis is like Scott's best friend. So I would understand not Dave and Kurt, but mm-hmm. I would imagine Luis uh, could live there. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's say he does. Let's say yeah. let's say Luis lives there. Why not? From soulmates <laughs> to, uh, I guess flatmates to housemates. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything else for any of the guys in the chair? <laughs> uh, I've got nothing. Yeah. Nothing right. else. Mm-hmm. How about twelve percent of the plan? Also, nothing. I've got nothing right. to bring up. How about you? No. In that case. Everybody, join us next time as we cover the final third of this movie, which is from right now, one minute and 14 seconds, well, nope, one hour and 14 minutes <laughs> to the <laughs> end of the film, which is Scott fighting Ghost to uh, Ant playing drums in the post credit scene. Uh, remember to follow us on Instagram and X, aka Twitter, and give us that five-star rating. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day.